ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between. Welcome to another edition of the Ryan Show FM. This is your host, Ryan Vernell. I'm going to be taking you folks into the wormhole because we have a hell of a night ahead of us. Buffalo sports analyst, longtime NFL insider George Radney joins me tonight to bash Josh Allen like he always does. I mean, now there's pretty good reason to. I don't agree with all of his harsh sentiments, but I do say he makes some very good points. We're going to get into these hot takes. He was there firsthand all season watching, bearing witness to everything that went down in Buffalo, including the fateful Hamlin injury. So much to talk about with George. Now, this is where it gets good. I recently acquired an agent. Little behind the scenes showbiz talk for the folks out there listening. My pal Danny, my agent, happens to be the same agent as Joe Exotic. And I've been watching Danny voraciously fight to free Joe Exotic from prison. I wanted to invite him on to kind of figure out what's going on here. We all saw Tiger King, or at least bits and pieces of it. And many people think Carol Baskin allegedly maybe had something to do with the disappearance of her husband. I'm not trying to get sued here, but we can all read the YouTube comments. It seems to be what the mass majority thinks. Now, that has nothing to do with the innocence of Joe Exotic. But for what it's worth, Danny believes that there is a conspiracy against Joe Exotic and that he didn't stand a fair chance in trial. So when there's not a fair trial, everything should be dismissed. So according to Danny and many others, Joe Exotic should be free. And to be honest, Danny's my friend. So by default, Joe Exotic's my friend. So we're going to give them a chance to talk. We have some exclusive audio from Joe Exotic that's going to be premiered here for the first time. You may have heard bits of it on TMZ this week, but we're going to be breaking the rest of it here tonight. Exclusive groundbreaking footage. Joe Exotic, Calling in from prison. This is the only place you're going to be able to hear it on the radio. And to top things off, Mr. Cheeks will be with us towards the end. He's not going to be able to make it towards the end, but we're going to get into some viral content that emerged this week talking about how Jay-Z turned down lights, camera, action. We're going to get the reaction from Mr. Cheeks. Nobody go anywhere. We've got some music supplied by DJ Khalil. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we will return Khalil. Let's get it going, baby. We'll be back. You're in the mix with DJ Khalil. Free of the mind. 
Made you angry, girl, just know that it get better with time They say time hits She can't see her life without me, she's so blasted Then you can tell him that you're my still And she don't wanna go to sleep, she angry Lately she been noticing he ain't me That we can change places Don't want no new, new faces She got my heartbeat racing They say time hits Don't go build no life without me Cause you mine still uh, And I don't wanna go unless you make me Pretty face, pretty tender But pretty taught me ugly lessons Pretty at me giving more than I was getting So pretty don't come with something Well then I did it Shame to tell my friends how much I do for you Cause they know that you would never do the same for me I wasn't looking for your secrets, they just came to me And they contradicted everything you claim to be I took you to the club and you hugged on somebody that I know And I know them type of hugs, same that I do to women When I know I used to And I know they would they but they never brought it up I'm down these days, down to do better Cause you know I done enough You should lay it down, we'll talk about it when you up But she don't wanna go to sleep, she angry Lately she been noticing he ain't me I wish that we can change places Don't want no new, new faces She got my heartbeat racing They say time hits Don't go build no life without me Cause you mine still And I don't wanna go unless you make me Y'all know my knees open, you take me Better say that you mine Heard you been trying to tie the knot Girl, tell me you lying Let me beat that up one more time Let me beat that up one more time I know that you think for this I know that you did not forget So don't go to sleep And she don't wanna go to sleep, she angry Lately she been noticing he ain't me I wish that we can change places Don't want no new, new faces She got my heartbeat racing They say time hits Don't go build a life without me Cause you mine still uh, And I don't wanna go unless you make me Lately I've been gone, I'm feeling crazy Yeah, I'm from the bricks, we got a whole lot of bricks, you got a whole lot of tricks, and I wanna see what you do with them. The remix, Ayo, I think it's time to hit him with the mace flow My, uh, she was getting the best of me But ooh, child, you're my destiny And I know it's especially hard with all these girls just testing me uh, And you gon' question me if she even stand next to me But you so mad cause you my better half And these girls just fighting over the rest of me Right now it feels so crazy I know she just some lady And my outfit is just so 80s Not to mention a McLaren Mercedes And the 26 inch in it is Look so good with your 6 inch heels Fly that you be on Gucci on La Von Louboutin And we high as the way that we cruising on High like I like Mercury 
Why do I mention the solar system? Cause you in my soul and system And we're gonna take it home with this one I got something that you gon' lie You got something that I can't find We got something that we both gon' ride Like a group, and that's facts. No printer, cold, cold, turn the 
summer to the river. She saved me in her phone at bestie, but I had her screaming, oh. Yo, girl, wasn't supposed to text me. You wanna know how I know what I know? Y'all chick come close to me. She ain't going home when she supposed to be. I'm getting money like I'm supposed to be. I'm getting money like I'm supposed to be. Oh, all my, all my close to me. And all the mother knew what it supposed to be. Oh, the whole go for me. Now your chicks in the pig like post for me. That's how I post to pay. Yeah, that's how I post to pay. Yeah, that's how I post to pay. Everything good like it's supposed to be. Got your girl in my section finna go up Smoking loud, I'm about to roll up She ain't never got high like this With a guy like this When she pop it, tell her, hold up Better believe she gon' leave with a real I think a down, can't put it down like I do I get the bus and no discussion, gotta deal with it Team, my swing, where about you? My God, she rode Yeah, yeah When I hit it, I'ma kill it, I'ma kill it like Yeah, does she rode You wanna know how I know what I know If y'all do But you gotta get rid of these to me I might have a selling this soul for me Ooh, that's how it's supposed to be If he wants me to expose the freak Hello, everybody. This is the Ryan Show FM, and we are joined again by George Randy, longtime friend of the show. If we need insight on football, there's nowhere else we're going to go. And of course, we're talking about real football to all of our European listeners out there that might have it twisted. No, we're not talking about soccer, talking about the real manly game of football. And George, you saw it up close and personal. In fact, you predicted the exact outcome of what happened last week between the Bills and the Bengals while we were on What's Going On Fox Sports Radio. That's right. We saw it come to pass, saw the beginning of the game in Cincinnati, the nine-minute game uh, with the unfortunate injury to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, the Bills were on their way to taking a butt whooping that night. We thought, I thought for sure, just how that first quarter was going. And really, Cincinnati just picked up where they left off from that Thursday night, from that Monday night game. They came right in and had snow. Snow didn't bother them at all because they are, phys- they are about physicality. They play physical football. They like to hit somebody, and the Bills don't like to hit. The Bills are a, fight, a finesse team. Uh, the defense has been keeping the Bills in the game all season, and this particular Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals, the defense just couldn't get it done. Daquan Jones was a major loss. Look at it this way, Ryan. Daquan Jones and Von Miller were the two big acquisitions in free agency 
all to help solidify that defense. Jaquan Jones had done a hell of a job all season. It was just so unfortunate that due to a calf injury, he was not able to make to make the bell, make the call on Sunday. He was inactive. And as soon as I saw that, I said, oh, this game, game, set, and match. This game is over. I knew they would be able to run the football, and they, that's what they did. Joe Mixon ran it for 120 yards, 105 yards on 20 carries. Uh, you, you, you can't give up that. And then Joe Burrow, he just went to work. And I told you, Joe Burroughs is a uh, a chess player. When and, and our guy uh, Josh Allen is a, a is a checkers player. When when I said it to you on on Sunday, I said you got a, a guy playing chess going against a guy playing checkers, and usually it doesn't it doesn't bode well for that checkers guy, and it sure didn't. Josh Allen is, is he's panicky. He's he's is, ironically Sean McDermott. They asked Sean McDermott about. Joe Burrow's play earlier in the day. He said, what, what do you think of his play today? Well, Joe Burrow had command of the offense. He threw the ball. He, he got the ball out of his hands quick. Everything that he said about Joe Burrow's is everything Josh Allen is not. And that's a good point. That's, what, that's exactly the point that you made last week. The word that you used to describe Joe Burrow, cerebral. Cerebral. And, and it just makes so much sense. When you see him out there dissecting the defense, picking apart, Eat the defense pass by pass, and he doesn't need to run the football. I know everybody loves to watch your quarterback run down the field, smashing people down and strong arming people to the ground or stiff arming people down to the ground. But when you got a guy like Burrow, that's how you win games. I mean, look at Tom Brady. You don't see guys, the, the real goats, the Joe Montana's running the football. You no. see these guys cerebral. In fact, when we spoke in the car earlier, that's who you likened him to was Joe Montana. How, yes. What kind of comparisons? Why, why do you think he reminds you of Joe Montana? Because he's cerebral. He doesn't have a super a strong arm, a super strong arm. He he's able. He just looks. He doesn't look the part. You see him in street clothes. He doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. And Joe Montana definitely didn't look like one either. But what does one look like? They this guy. They don't. You don't have to be six 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 eight. Uh, tall to get the job done. But what Joe Burrow and Joe Montana both were able to do is when they get to the line of scrimmage, they could, they, because of their cerebralness, they could read the defense. They, they knew where they were going with the ball before they even snapped the ball. And that's hard to do. They know they can change to a running play. And then when he gets under pressure, he doesn't, he doesn't fumble the ball. He doesn't throw an interception. He throws it away or he throws it to the outlet receiver. He gets it to the running back. Or he gets a quick, or he gets it out, of the, or he gets the ball out of his hands rather quickly. That's and that's that, and that's why he doesn't turn the ball over that much. It's it's it's, it's simple, but it's hard to do when when you face with a pass rush. And he's got a great understanding of the game. Just being born into it, his father. There's just a lot going on behind the scenes with Joe Burrow that brings him to that point where he's at that level of confidence. And like you said, that's another thing that Josh Allen seems to lack. It's confidence towards the end of the game. He gets nervous, and he just chugs it. He, he tries to play hero ball. It, it's like the game really slows down for Joe Burrow, and you can see it. Yeah, you can see it. it was a big difference between the two of them. You saw how Joe Burrows was able under pressure. I mean, he lobbed one pass. He put touch on it to put it just over the linebacker's head. And, and, and somebody, it was a blown coverage, and uh, Chase caught the ball around the 10-yard line and walked into the end zone for a touchdown, basically, because it was a blown coverage with the safeties. 
uh, with Dean Marlowe being in there and Jordan Poirier playing with a dislocated elbow and, and, and a leg issue, a knee problem. You can see Jordan Poirier couldn't get around. They, they, they were blown coverages all day long. Another touchdown to Hayden Hurst, the tight end. That was blown. He was wide open, uh, just waiting on the pad, and Joe Burrow found him. Boom. He just knew where to go with the ball, with the open receiver, and that's what happens when you have a really good quarterback. And Josh Allen is not that good of a quarterback. And, and, wow, he's average. He's average at best. He's not now. People now the clothes have come off of Josh Allen. Now you're seeing when it pressures on him, he panics. He's panicking. He does, he refuses to throw the ball to the out. To get the five, get, take what the defenses give you. When Brian Dabo was the offensive coordinator, he forced them to take what the defense gave him. And since Dabo's left, Ken Dorsey uh, does not. I guess he's playing buddy ball, Josh ball, and Josh Reed trust. That's all he cares because he can throw his headset all he want. But you doesn't have, you didn't teach this young man how to dip, get the ball out of his hands quickly. Get it, throw it to the flat, pick up, take what the defense gives you is what Josh Allen needs to learn. Is it time for a new quarterback in Buffalo? Not yet. No, not yet. No, no, no. They got too much money invested in this young man, which is sad. You invested a lot of money in somebody that can't even read a, a doggone defense. Uh, why would you put – I mean, that's the thing, though. He, he can be good, but you got to get a line that's good with the run. Roger yeah. Saffold is good with the run. Uh, Deion Dawkins is good with the run. Mitch Morris. You got to get – Mitch Morris got to go. Time to get a young center, a bigger, thicker center in there because uh, Mitch Morris' days have gone by. Man, he got worked. Do you see DJ Reader, how he beat him down? Worked Man, it, it, it was embarrassing how what he did to Mitch Morris out there on the football field back on Sunday afternoon. That was embarrassing. I, I got to say, though, George, I, I don't want to be Josh Allen's biggest fan. Uh -oh. You know I always take the other side. But wow, is it amazing how one season can change the perception of a player in the game of football. Not just looking at Josh Allen or, or a team. Look at the Rams. Look at where the Rams were last year to where they are right now. How one season can change so much. But we sat on this show at the beginning of the season talking about how Josh Allen maybe had come around the corner and that he was playing at a level that he, we had never seen him play at and maybe at a more cerebral level. But when would you say that that turn happened where you started to lose faith this season in Josh Allen? Do you remember around what week it was that you noticed his gameplay change? Because there was a point where we all sat on Fox Sports Radio, Rochester, and we all agreed as a collective that Josh Allen was finally where he needed to be as a quarterback. Oh, I lost it with him after the Minnesota game. You're down from behind. You're coming back. All he had to do, you 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 ignored three wide-open receivers in the flat and, and 10 yards down the field to throw the ball 40 yards down the field or 50 yards down the field in the back of the end zone when you had all kinds of time left in the game where you could have you went down – strategically dumped the ball off to Devin Singletary. He would have picked up the first down. You, you're in the red zone, run the football, dump the ball off. You ain't got to, you don't got to be hero ball anymore. And then the defense played a hell of a game. Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, uh, Ed Oliver, those guys stuck it to Minnesota. Stopped Delvin Cook after that big run. They stopped them four plays in a row at the goal line, give you the ball back with 44 seconds left in the game. All you got to do is take the snap properly, kneel down, boom, kneel down twice, the game is over. This idiot lets the, fumbles the damn ball right now. You fumble the ball, man, with, at clutch time. Come at clutch time. Not good. A lot man, of turnovers. I, I would have put him on. 
Quite frankly, if I was McDermott, I would say, look, man, you do that again. Case Keenum coming in to replay. Because, man, you can't, Ooh. you can't, you just can't put a guy out there and think, and, and you're going to fumble on the goal line with 44 seconds left. All you got to do is properly take the snap and kneel down. And then, in, and then in Miami, the first game of the season, you didn't even know the rules for the uh, for spiking the ball. You threw the ball to Stephon Diggs and let the halftime time run out without getting a field goal. And then at the end of the game, at the five, you were there. Line, you thought, we, right, right there. I'm sitting right in the press box in Miami, looking at this clown. I mean, throw the ball. He throws the ball to uh, to uh, number six, uh, Isaiah McKenzie. He bounced McKenzie wide open in, in, in at the in, in the end zone on a quick out. He just can't throw a five-yard pass to save his life. This man can't throw a five-yard pass. He bounced the ball to Isaiah McKenzie on the last play. And everybody's like, yo, what? Hey, what's up with this cat, man? He can he can throw it 60 yards or 40 yards, but he can't throw it five yards. It's it's in his head, man. He's he 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 doesn't have the wherewithal to be a national football league quarterback when the pressure's on. Wow, these are some hugely hot takes. I love it. Listeners, get at us on Instagram. At George Randy, he's on there, at The Ryan Show. George, we're going to go to a quick break, but before we go anywhere, you were at this game. Did you see Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen fighting on the sideline? All of these clips went viral after the game of Diggs screaming in Josh Allen's face. What do you think he was saying to Josh Allen? No, I didn't see it until today, actually. Until today, I'm starting to see it. All the shows are, all the national shows are running with it today because, you know, it's the off day, so you can't talk Kansas City. You can't talk the upcoming games this weekend because the players are off on Tuesday. And I'm seeing it all over the place. Then I'm seeing uh, Eli Apple and uh, Stefan Diggs go at it. because. Uh, but when I saw it today, Stefan Diggs was telling him, man, get me the ball. Why do you throw it to me, man? Because he was open on that play. The last that. Now, yeah. here we go. Fourth and six. You need six yards. Why are you throwing it in the end zone? Dump it, in, dump it off for six yards and keep the drive going. Or McDermott, you need three scores. Situational football. Let's kick the field goal, make it a two-score game, and kick the ball off, and you're still in the game. But you go, you throw an incomplete pass, the, you loop, the ball is turned over on downs, and now – Cincinnati got the ball, and now your team is totally deflated. The game is game set and match. The game is over with seven minutes left. Why wouldn't you kick the field goal to put your team within a two score? Because you can't trust the defense. Because you can't trust the Bills' defense. Towards no, the but end. you, but you got Hey, you could you could go an onside kick or something too. Mm. You know, it's, it's other things you could have done. But see, yeah. Sean McDermott is just not a head coach. He he's almost that might be he, the problem right there. You might be saying the problem right there. Maybe he's, he's, it's Sean can't McDermott. Coach. He can't coach under. He's another one that can't coach under pressure and make make the right decision. We've seen enough of him. Thirteen seconds is all we got. That's gonna be a label with him the rest of his career. Thirteen seconds. That's what they need to call Sean. Thirteen second McDermott. I love that because for him to blow that game a year ago. But you know what? The funny thing about it is watching Cincinnati play this season. How they played that those nine minutes against Buffalo in Cincinnati, and then how they kicked Buffalo's butt in Buffalo on Sunday. I'm not sure that. Buffalo would have beat Cincinnati last year if they would have. Because remember that Buffalo would have had to play Cincinnati in Buffalo, and everybody was assuming Buffalo would beat them to go to the Super Bowl uh, last yeah. season. But now, hey, I, I have my doubts. I thought I was eighty percent certain Buffalo would beat them uh, last season in Buffalo because Buffalo was healthy. Buffalo did have Micah Hyde and Poyer. They had most of their guys 
Uh, hell, it, it, with Micah Hyde and Poirier on the back end, and even without Tredavious White, I think yeah. Buffalo could have handled uh, Cincinnati in that last game. But the way they beat them so badly this past uh, week, hey, it, 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 it's down to 50-50. If, that game if Buffalo would have won that 13-second game against Kansas City and, yeah. and came and, and played, I'm not, I'm, I'm not nowhere near 100% certain that Buffalo would have beat Cincinnati a year ago. Man, okay. We're gonna I know that we're going over the time. Some of the FM stations gonna give us a little bit of a hard time, but we don't care. The advertisers are gonna be happy. We're gonna talk about Gruntworks. Nobody go anywhere. We're gonna tell you all about meat and why you should get it from Gruntworks Meat Company, located right in Florida, Ocala, Florida. Folks, don't go anywhere. This is the Rancho FM. Ryan Vernell, George Randy. We'll be back soon. How the f can I sleep? When I got them demons tucking me in And that evil I'm up against Could take either one of my kids I seen it under the lens Delta seeing me with my friends They greeting me with a grin And that easy dream of a win I never sleep to the rim Both feet and all of them ten down No letdowns, blood leaking from out my pen I'm out of wolf's pasture Ain't no sheep up in my pen Bull mastiff, full metal jackets I barely blink when I'm in bed Too many things that I regret I'm in too deep to reset This theater and I refuse to be part of Lincoln's regrets. That's why my dreams are the night ones. Only speak when the mic's on. Turn this evening to fight club. Best believe I'm the right one. Watch them feeding the mice crumbs. Now the bleeding of Christ comes. Messiah, my brother, the gutter of the street be inside, son. Just a tortured soul. But I can sleep when I'm dead. But can't lie, that thought alone might put the thing to my head. Can't. And that's when reality starts to set in. That's when we go to the mirror and we look in and we remember that we are not superheroes and that we cannot fix everything. And so we bottle all this rage up inside of us and we go on living our dismal little lives as if nothing is wrong, but everything, everything, everything. I got is these haters so sick on my own and I don't know this. Hey, bro, they Franco is silver gold dipped. Burnt some, but I built back my bridges. Like when fiends make a decision to cringe at syringes. Listen, now my weekly proceeds is different. Beat you to a pulp with UFC submission. You know these hands work. Draw first and get your man's murk. Got caught wrestling his gun about his man purse. Revenge is success in the end. Who with my exes? It feels best when I'm nicking all their friends. My guys is institutionalized. Like they mind shackled, they love my 90s vibe It was trapped inside a time capsule I'm no hero, I'm a villain in disguise The leave blood spilling in your soul, filling to the sky We dream control when we sleep, taste the power Take the course and make it come true Win some, but the ones you lose teach you how to push through You only got yourself to look to, so repeat it to yourself I gotta push through She used to look down upon me and she wanted to push through Measures to make sure that I remember that I was a piece of trash And that I would never amount to anything in my life She believed that everything she read in a book was true And that everything that I believed in was a lie, so Check in your chest, this a win, skip revenge I kill him with the success I came up from the bottom, me chilling That's incorrect, I'm ill with words The Bilderbergs, I'm just building a bigger check That's my first thoughts Got it out the mud, that's a workhorse Ever since I stepped up off that church porch Living ain't free, nor death Even our hearse course We can't afford a coffin, but we drop a bag And burn off, stacking up my chicken That trap is a religion PhD from the block, had to crack For your prescription, was booming with removal 
Moving them packages out the kitchen Now I rap like I ain't human I drag it out this dimension Check Most brothers don't beat the struggle Cause these suckers hate you just for how other people could look Still I'm grateful I keep it subtle When your money talk for you You really don't need rebuttals Jesus, clean the music. Jesus, please use us. Jesus, please help. Jesus, please heal. Jesus, please forgive. Jesus, please reveal. Jesus, give us strength. Jesus, make us well. Jesus, help us live. Jesus, give us wealth. Jesus is our safe. Jesus is our rock. Jesus, give us grace. Jesus, keep us safe. Clean us like the rain in spring. Take the chlorine out of conversation. Let your light reflect on me. I promise I'm not hiding anything is water the ryan show fm george radney is in studio tonight so yes we are talking all things football we just got done lambasting josh allen i tried a little bit to defend the man we've got more listeners now from the buffalo rochester area since we've been going on what's going on each week george so we have That's to sometimes right. you know hit them with some buffalo uh relevant news but one, moving one, on, last, one quick thing before you get off josh yeah. allen real quick remember his first playoff game against the uh, houston texas when he started, and that guy ran down the field late in the game with about two minutes left, where he could have, it was a minute left. He takes the ball and throws it behind him. But who? who I done, most people say you were that, waiting to say that. You were waiting to get that last shot I, in this guy. I've watched football since 1972. Oh I have never seen a quarterback 
in the last two minutes of the game in clutch time when you're trying to win the game and pull off crazy. the uh, pull off the win, pull off the upset, do something that crazy on the football. Yeah. He actually threw the instead of sliding down and stopping the clock, and he actually threw the ball backwards to uh, to an unsuspecting offensive lineman. I believe it was Cody Ford, and Cody Ford had to go run and, and dive on it and recover the fumble. It, it was I'd never seen nothing like that. And this guy continues to to, to, to be panicky. He's panicky, man. The guy, he, he's just, he, 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 he just doesn't have the wherewithal to be a National Football League winning, winning, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Can't have it, can't do it, can't make it. But it's, it's tough. As, as much as I want to agree, there have been some horrible quarterbacks, not horrible, there have been some oh, yeah. mediocre quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl. If you got a team around you, you can pull it off. If the Bills somehow can put a team around Josh Allen, they should win multiple Super Bowls. I think he is that talented. He might have his mental lapses, but he does have a, an incredible tool set. He does have a hell of an arm, and he has been getting it done, but a lot of it is because of the lack of people around him, I think. But I do also agree that he might not be on the same level as Joe Burrow and no. Pat Mahomes, which leads me to ask Burrow's this. Just, Burrow's just passed him. He's passed, Burrow's just went by him. Just went by Allen. Yes. I would agree with that. Now, when it comes to who's the greatest quarterback in the NFL, let's put everybody's resume to the side. Let's take the Super Bowl away from Pat Mahomes, and let's just look at their exact skill set and the eye test of watching them play right now. Who would you say is the best quarterback in the NFL, judging by this season, Pat Mahomes or Joe Burrow? Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Still Pat Mahomes over Burrow. Oh, yeah. and, and that's just everything from how flat, you know, it looks just so easy watching the guy play. He's consistent. The man is mm. consistent, man. Every weekend and week out, he just finds a way to win. And in the playoff game, he found he was on one leg due to the ankle. Still found a way to win. The guy is and unbelievable. He, he brings this. He he has a he has the will to win that Justin Herbert does not have with the L.A. Chargers. Justin Herbert does not have a will, and he can't will his team to win in uh, games to go into the playoff. Justin Herbert is very overhyped. He's all right. He's he's good, but. He got to get the will to win for him, and I don't see him. I, I just don't see. It's like when he loses, it's like, oh, it's okay. He just smiles and walks off, shake people's hand, and leave. Like it's no big deal. It's dunks no big a basketball. Yeah, goes and shoots some hoops. Yeah, just cool out, shoot some hoops, whatever. But Patrick Mahomes is a hands down. That's why he's going to be named the MVP. I voted for him for the Pro Football Writers Association. Our, our our list just came out. One list came out today. Are the all NFC team, the all AFC team later in the week. The, uh, the Pro Football Writers Association uh, MVP, I voted for Patrick Mahomes, the executive of the year, Howie Rosen with the Philadelphia Eagles, who I voted for that one. I think he should win that hands down because the job he's done, putting mm -hmm. up, putting that's how you put a team together. You get the offensive line, and then you go ahead and put the defensive line together. Yeah. That's what you do. Bill should have went and got Dominica Sue. Say, hey, we need some help yeah. on the defensive front. Get Dominica Sue. It was, guys, it was guys out there, but being a McDermott, they just – you know why would you put why would you put all your eggs on a thirty four year old man and paying paying with his name is Von Miller, thirty four year old yeah. guys get hurt, and that's so why long I, contract for a thirty four year old man. Yeah, you know that's so why long contract. You, you don't pay those guys that kind of money, not no. not at, not at the end of their career. No, it, it does not make much sense. And it's not like it's that hard to get free agents in football. Basketball, if you're playing in Milwaukee, it doesn't matter if you have Giannis Antetokounmpo there or not. No one's going there in free agency. Whereas in the NFL, people will still go to where a good quarterback is. They'll still build a now, team. Now, Buffalo comes out, struggles a little bit, wins, wins some games. 
continue to win games next season, and you get Von Miller. Let's say Von Miller comes back around November, December of next season. Hey, the Bills could be very dangerous because that's yeah. really what you should have been doing. You shouldn't have been playing Von Miller every game. You should or play him some snaps, play him maybe half the snaps, but you don't play. They were playing him like he was a, you know, like he's 21 or 22. He was, yeah. bound, he was bound to get hurt and he got hurt. Now they're playing him like he's 50 because he's on the sidelines coaching for the rest of the year. Right, right. But when he comes back, and hopefully he'll be, uh, he'll be, uh, they say he's going to be good and in good shape. Hopefully when, if he's able to come back, don't bring him back until November, December. And then when he comes back, that's going to boost that team uh, so dramatically with, because you know, it's when he left Russo, AJ Espinosa, you ain't heard nothing from those guys. You, yes. ain't, you ain't see the sacks. You didn't see the penetration they were getting when Von Miller was there. That's why don't come back in September. Don't come back in October. Make these guys earn it. Play the good ball. Lead the division, be right, or just be right in the race. Bring him in when he comes back, November, December. Bring him back, and and he and and he deep offenses got to account for him. So Cincinnati would have had to put two guys on him, and that would have opened some. That would have freed somebody else mm. up to go after Joe Burrows and force him to throw the ball early or sack him or something. Bill didn't even barely get any hey, early penetration at all. That is the answer to the question that I was wondering: Who's better? Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow, in the humble opinion of George Radney, he's going with Pat Mahomes, and I have to agree with him. One last question for you before we go to a quick break, wrap things up. I know you got a lot to do, George. I saw a meme the other day, and it was essentially, I think it was actually Rick Tony that posted it up. It was explaining that Joe Montana is a better quarterback than Tom Brady, and it's not because of the rings. It's because of the circumstances, because there were no scandals, because there was no headsets or equipment that he had to work with, and that he was just able to do all this with no real uh, like cybernetic attachments in any way. It was just out there winning, throwing the ball the way he was, like you said, with you know being so cerebral. So when you look at the greatest of all time, according to the media, there's really no argument anymore. Tom Brady's the best of all time, but you, after witnessing Joe Montana play, who would you think is the greatest quarterback of all time if you had to choose? Oh, it's, it's, it's error. The rules are different. When Joe Montana played... Court, wide receivers would get their head knocked off going across the middle. He had to go to the outside. He couldn't go across the middle. That's why Tom Brady is really not the greatest quarterback of all time. He's the greatest quarterback of his era, of his era, because the rules are totally different. Now you can now wide receivers can run across the middle anytime they get ready. And you can you can do slant patterns. You can do a lot of pass plays that Joe Montana and them couldn't do, else they get their guy's neck broken. Uh, Do you think that if you put Montana in today's game, he would be way better than he was back then? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He had Jerry Rice, John Taylor. Oh, man, those guys could cut across the middle. Man, those guys would be making all kinds of touchdowns. Oh, man, he would have 500-yard games, uh, Joe Montana, with the, with, the, with, with the rules the way they are today. So you can't really judge. Ooh, that's why Tom Brady is the greatest of this era. But you put if you put Tom Brady back in the, with Joe Montana, man, he'd get his neck broke. He'd get his legs and neck broke because he couldn't he couldn't run, he couldn't move. The, those linemen beat him, and you could you could hit him in the head still back then. Oh yeah. man, they'd, they'd be carrying Tom Brady off on the stretcher. He wouldn't, yeah, that's he, would, he wouldn't be that. He wouldn't be much of anything in yeah. that era. He's only great wow. because of the rules. And also, remember they cheated those first two years, the first two Super Bowls. With uh, Josh McDaniel's buddy, who videotaped the practice of the, is of their opponent. We don't know. We just know they did it in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs. But we we figured. I'm sure they did it during the regular season too. So they they yeah. were cheating. They were cheating in the unfair advantages 
that New England, hey, if you don't cheat, you don't win, I guess. That's, and plus, that, that honestly, I wouldn't think they're all cheat. I would think that all of these teams, or at least some of these players, are finding ways to cheat in every organization, right. whether it's one season or a different season. Now, you mentioned the best in any era. Do you think that this carries over to all sports? Especially yes. basketball. Yes, yes. Because I feel like basketball, like just by just the eye test, and I know so many people get offended, especially guys like yourself that have been watching basketball for so long. But when you'd see a guy like, I don't know, Russell Westbrook, who might not necessarily be the greatest player right now, if you were to take someone that physical and athletic with a skill set and put him back in the 1960s, uh-huh. would be fair. Be insane. No. no. And, and, and Bill Russell and uh, uh, guys like that, Bill Russell and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, and those, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, those guys were taller and, and just more skilled than everybody else. They were much taller, so they had advantages and was there, and they used it to their advantage and were dominant players. Michael Jordan was dominant. I think in our era, LeBron James is one of the most dominant players of all time, not only because he, he can score, he could play all five positions. And it's rare that you get a big man that can play all five. Michael Jordan couldn't play. You, you never saw Michael Jordan at the as a point guard he, because yeah. that wasn't him. He, he was a very good defensively. That's why you got to give LeBron James his roses while he's still playing. This man, I mean, he's almost, what, four years? The, the man is still putting up, having great games at his older age. I mean, the guy, you yeah. got to give it to him. You got to give And he can, he brings the ball up sometimes. He does a little bit of everything. And he doesn't mind doing the dirty work either on a basketball team. So, uh, you know, LeBron yeah. James to me is, when you go across the board, he, he truly is the greatest of all time. Because he can play all five positions, and he, and he can, uh, and he and he's still good. He's good at what he does. That's a great he, analysis. I've been saying it forever that he's the goat, but you've been putting it that put that's way uh, a more uh, you know antiquated approach. I'm just saying, oh yeah, look, it's the eye test. He's way more uh, like when you see the way that he passes, he can dominate everybody on the inside. He can shoot threes better than Jordan, especially at this point. Mm-hmm. LeBron can shoot the lights out. And the way that he's developed and how the game's changed with him over all these years and he's developed this skill set according to the game from back when he started to now how Steph Curry and all these guys are shooting threes from so far back. He evolved his game. It's yes. been so fun to watch. You know what I've been watching a lot, George, is uh, the last few weeks I've been watching old school World Series movies. Okay. They have a great series out on YouTube. And they have, you know, ever since, I guess, World War II, they made a video for the troops overseas where they did analysis on the World Series. I had this VHS tape from 1996 of the World Series, watched it a million times. Didn't realize that they had a whole line from 1946 all the way up until this year's World Series that Mm -hmm. MLB puts out. But I watched these ones from the 1940s, and it's hard to really gauge how good these guys were when you're looking at the film all grainy and black and white. But I wonder... Could you take a guy like Joe DiMaggio and put him in today's MLB, and will he still hit 40 home runs and steal 40 bases? He probably could. He, he probably could steal 40 bases. I don't know about the home runs because some of the fields are a lot bigger than they were back when he played in those days. He could hit a lot in Yankee Stadium still, in Boston as well. But how would he do across the league? And at that time uh, – you know, I mean, it wasn't a lot of uh, players of color playing at that time either when Joe yeah. DiMaggio played as well. And you got the Dominicans, the, the Puerto Ricans, the, the Latin ball players, great Latin ball players. It, 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 so it's it's a whole different uh, ball era, whole different era, because you have a lot more people playing baseball uh, than back in those times. 
And I did see, I was actually, just, every so often I'll go to baseballreference.com. Uh, Another great website if you're out there listening, folks. Baseballreference or baseballreference.com. They've got lists of all the stats from over the years. If you're a real uh, stat head when it comes to baseball or basketball, you know the website I'm talking about. But I was looking at Jackie Robinson. I didn't realize that he won an MVP yeah. back in the day, too. Amidst all of that insane racism back then, he was so undeniably good that he won an MVP. So I didn't yeah. realize the level of dominance that he, that the, that not just him, but the whole Brooklyn Dodgers really had, even though they weren't winning World Series, thanks to our Yankees. Right. It, but, but Jackie Robinson withstood the test of time with all the hatred and everything going on at that time. And they had a very good team. And he, uh, he, he proved himself. And that's why he was MVP because, I mean, he could hit, steal home, steal a base. He stole home on many occasions. The guy could just play, play ball. Big down, Newcomb. I mean, they had, they had a really good team. The Brooklyn Dodgers team, he had guys in the lineup that could protect him too, uh, that, that, that you had to pitch to him. And Jackie was able to uh, make it happen. He was great. So everybody, go check out those old school World Series if you got nothing to do tonight. The 1947 World Series is just a classic. Dodgers versus the Yankees. See some of those throwbacks. And that's why that Yankee name is just so legendary still. Man, I'll still fight for that team, George. I see those Red Sox Red fans. Oh, my blood boils. Hey, I'm, more a, I'm more of a Mets guy. I'm not, I'm not a Yankee fan or a Boston fan. Because those teams didn't let black players in, they were one of the they were one of some of the last teams to let African American players uh, play in the Major League Baseball, the Yankees and the Red Sox. So I don't have no love for those two teams. If I only knew that as a kid, because as a kid you don't know any of these that they're all horrible racists. You know, you just see the pinstripes, you just mesmerized, and plus half the players: Bernie Williams, Derek Jeter, yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of players that were African American on the team at the time. Right. And for me, I didn't know what African, everything to me was just, everyone just, you know, when you're a kid, you just, you don't think about right. black or white. These are just no. your heroes when you're a kid. Right. You whole, real, yeah, exactly. It's a whole different time. It's a whole different time. So on that note, George, it's been great. George, where can they find you? We want to know more about your own sports show as we sign out tonight. Real Deal Sports Show, WLGZ, HD2, The Beat, 105.5, every Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Check us out on most social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Real Deal Sports Show. Check us out on there. Subscribe to us. We'll have you on there. Check it out. We have interviews, a lot of interviews with Cincinnati Bengals coming up this Saturday, as well as uh, Darren Smith from Kansas City ESPN will be joining us this coming Saturday. So we're going to be talking about Kansas City, Cincinnati, as well as the San Francisco-Philadelphia game. And we're going to also talk sports of all sorts because we got an LSU young lady that's breaking records in women basketball down there in the, in the, in the Bayou State in, the, in, the, uh, in Baton Rouge at LSU. The young lady's having a great season. We're going to talk about her and talk about some of the Rats, uh, Rochester, West New York athletes as well. So it's a f- fun. If you like sports of all sorts, Real Deal Sports Show. I love it. Sports of all sorts. And you catch, you catch both of us at uh, Fox Sports 1280 AM, Rochester. What's going on Sunday mornings, 8 AM Eastern. But until then, folks, we'll be back soon. We have to free the Tiger King. George, I'll tell you about it off the air. You okay. only know what we're about to get into tonight. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is indeed the Ryan Show FM, and we will be back. Getting honeys that be nasty Getting money in the fast way And I only care halfway But I still can't let you pass me You will speak to you Read against
in with hoodies and bats. Thank this compared to one small cat. We hate when we came here, we got a full kind circulation. Breathing, eating, the whole situation. When we do our this, we do our this for real. Why you take your money for your deal and make your own beats? Compose your own sheets, that's a hype for chill. I'ma spin that mill and cop only hot ish. I'm hot ish, you know how the locks get. Then you can see me flying in the Bentley cockpit, locks and BI. Hold our clique out down for years. Gang nah, but we've been had our black tears. Ziggin' under the stairs, only understand what we got. Underground, all above musket. I you couldn't book me, Daniel. She Luciano put the burners to all y'all. What? And bringing them call You already know what it's about when I run up in your house. Put the nuts up in your mouth and get the money out the couch. Hearing you out is senseless, perhaps for instance, I give this nigga half Black gloves, no prints, dark tints, word on the street, they ain't heard from them since. You know about life after kicking the kid in, since me and my mid-end could flip seven grid-am, am the flow is forbidden. Either you riding or you dying, cause we swinging iron, locks and popper, turning the ends in the gym hopper. Who gon' stop us? Your last, your own shovel copper. You getting money or you running from the feds? Ain't nothing over here but 16 with one in the and I solemnly swear that all y'all is getting out there got a problem this year. Can I live to my last day? Getting money's happy nasty. Getting money in the fast way. And I only care halfway. But I still can't let you pass me. Can I live to my last day? Getting money's happy nasty. Getting money in the fast way. And I only care halfway. But I still can't let you pass me. Before you think of keeping me down, heating me down, you flow like water, get deep and you drown with no soul. Many begin to roll with no gold, even the small man got a little black ore. Your destiny is something you can never figure out, the hint is never happy to this hell up in your mouth. There's a lot of killing, but who the hell are you to blame? There's a lot of do. How the hell you take the pain? Live with it, got money, you better give with it. My man had a thug in him, did his bid with it. Get married to the game, but never have a kid with it. Advice from the wise. How too many schemes devised when dreams collide, teams provide Wall for the street to absorb You stashed in the ceiling and you slept on the floor Only a blind tub will fall in love with a Uh, uh, uh Who the fuck wanna squeeze? Mothers and these make MCs freeze you're waking up in cold sweats, they just dreams You still apologizing, analyzing My sizing, your sizing, realizing A fist fight will be asinine You just pop wines, I must pop noise Genuine steel piece, it was on your grill piece You shook up, two bricks, every cook up We can hook up, all I see is the future Disrespect the relationship By the way, them bricks get flipped weekly Sold by soldiers, that mix you in with the ill ill Die for a dollar, and life ain't sweet Play for keeps, them shirts with experts on the creek I beat this my fiance, I'm about to marry it Illegal transactions, if they drive with Arabics Why not, they fit 12 up in the bedroom Imagine what they stash is like Make you a classic like my first LP Be for me, it's unhealthy Up around and get an old swap Lose your pulse or collapse lung Look how many of I brung For them warm off, still doing promos They're both your legs, you moving slow-mo Got shine the glow mode 996 grams, you need FOMO FOMO, FOMO can I live to my last day? Getting honeys that be nasty. Getting money in the fast way. And I only care halfway. But I still can't let you pass me. Can I live to my last day? Getting honeys that be nasty. Getting money in the fast way. And I only care halfway. But I still can't let you pass me. Can I live to my last day? Getting honeys that be nasty. Getting money in the fast way. And I only care halfway. But I still can't. <coughs>
Hello, it's T B O R Z. So for real, Then I step up, now look, you shook, you stuck What's your name, what's your digits, what you drinking, my treat And when they step in, you get swept up off your feet My mission, first position, backs I twist and listen Ain't nobody like heavy, the all-star That par rap bar, in conjunction with the funk They keep me blazing out they trunks What you want, sky's the limit, I live it Now is you with it, slow flow, poke no style I mean I'm chilling, top billing Anything you want, anything you need Don't wet that boo, you can get that drum Hello, it's to the VOIC, you know? Hello, it's to the VOIC, you know? Hello, it's to the VOIC, you know? 
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode of The Ryan Show FM is brought to you by Gruntworks Meat Company, a veteran-owned meat distribution company that is dedicated to providing high-quality meats at affordable prices. At Gruntworks, we believe that those who put themselves on the front lines for our country deserve to be compensated fairly. That's why we offer prices that are competitive, yet still allow us to make a profit. We pass on those savings to veterans and all those who don't get the recognition they deserve. So if you want to support a veteran-owned business and get the best deal on your meat, look no further than Gruntworks Meat Company. We've got you covered from beef and chicken to pork and seafood. Thank you for choosing Gruntworks. Across the planet in 48 hours like Nick Naughty Dropping the flavor, stay sky high like Pager I'm magical like Fantasia on paper I saw the light like Kraftwerk, of course When the TLA rock shock the stuff It's yours in your drawers Your record label got your staff gas Thinking you gonna sell two bill cakes real fast But you flopped and your image choked like a tech Now who freaking style your ass gonna steal that? Are there any more imitators in the house? There are no Bust like NBA jams and you can have Chicago Catch the combo, funky like a bag of bravos Way back with a pump 92 KTU with Carlo I just stay funky like that Make you one up my style like a jokey or crap Trick you better back the freak up for real now When I break it down from Newark and J to L Town More than Northern and don't quit Red man rockin' on to the funky Come on, on and on and don't quit Red man rockin' on to the funky 
said Virginia's in the house. And we're back, moving right along through this evening. It's another edition of the Ryan Show FM, and we need to introduce a new character, a dear friend of mine that I work with closely behind the scenes. I'm sure if you follow us at the Ryan Show on Instagram, you know this man already. You see him at Viral Music TV. But Danny Bushkin is here for the first time in the flesh. I've met you behind the scenes. There's a, a whole industry that goes now goes on on social media now. I thought that all the people that were working behind the scenes on Instagram were these Indian dudes. I see all the fake likes on people's pages and all this, and I think it's some type of outsourced foreign behavior. And then all of a sudden, I see everybody working in collaboration. It's almost like a community of people that you've built, and it's in-house in this country. Uh, could you just let the people know a little bit more about your Instagram, Viral Music TV, and, and what you're bringing to people on social media? So basically, I help get, uh, people get visibility. You know, I help them take their platform and what they're good at and leverage it into something more than what it is. You know, I give them an opportunity to present themselves and depending what they do with it, if they're smart enough and their hustle game is good, they'll run with it. And, you know, I basically wanted to create a community of people that support each other and look out for each other because, you know, my philosophy is teamwork makes the dream work. And if you got a network of like-minded people that are masters of, the, of what they do, you'll never lose, you know, like even with us, you look at any one of us, you, you know, you don't know who's in charge. That's how it's supposed to be. Everybody's doing their own thing and that's it. At first to me, I always wonder, cause it's a lot of vanity involved in social media. Everybody's mm -hmm. concerned about their likes and their comments. But the coolest part about what you're doing is that, like you said, you've built a community of like-minded people that are all building together you know, what I do with my clients, I, I see what they, you know, what they're about, what they're good at, what they're not, what works. And, you know, I run with it. Like somebody like a Joe Exotic, that's a little bit more of a public figure, you know, unless it's like somebody that comes out public and says, yes, I want you to represent me or I'm fine with being behind the scenes too, putting things right. together, whatever is needed. I've got know. no problem admitting. Yeah. It's my public representation is right here in the chat right now. So, yeah. Danny, I see you doing some real criminal justice work behind the scenes. Right. We all saw Tiger King. We all know that horrible. I want to say the word on this radio program, but I can't. Let's just call her. Let's just call her a piece of work. Carol Baskin. In right. fact, it was a viral statement. Right. Every, every single comment that was left on people's posts for 2021, the big joke. Well, everyone's wondering if this virus came from China. Everyone's like, don't let them distract you from the fact that Carol Baskin murdered her husband. Right. And now reports are resurfacing about this story. And, and she's claiming that the husband is in, in what? Costa Rica? Right. Basically. Yeah, let's let's, let's open up this can of worms. Because once again, like Danny and I are working together behind the scenes to give the listeners an idea. And what you've been going through is just so bananas, man. I feel like it's, it's such a crazy story. And it's only right that we, we break this to, to the public. Right. Well, the way it's looking, it doesn't seem like the story's over at all. At all. I don't even think it's halfway through. The story of Tiger King, you referred yes, to. Yes, the story of Tiger King in general. Um, you know, And I to catch I'm people up that have seen Tiger King, maybe haven't finished the series, Joe Exotic is now serving 22 years behind bars. Two counts of, what is it exactly? Murder for hire. Murder for hire. Which and then a whole no bunch sense. of counts. Right, which makes no sense to me because there's only one Carol Baskin. So how are you charged with two counts of murder for hire? Basically... 
I got involved in this thing because you, you understand moving around on social media, doing yeah. different things, connecting different dots. And, you know, I saw Tiger King like everybody else. I saw the report that came out with the with the document from Homeland Security. And, you know, I, I, I'm not the type of person that takes things for face value. I seen that document. It looked funny. I looked into the story. I seen Tiger King too, like everybody else. You know, there's certain pieces of the puzzle that just don't make sense. And the more you look into it, the more you start seeing that, you know what, there really is something going on here. What doesn't make sense to me is the fact that there is a judge who was on Joe's civil case. It was a trademark infringement case. He ruled against Joe for a million dollars for Carol Baskin. Moving forward, Joe gets arrested. Now, all of a sudden, that same judge is the judge for his criminal case with the same exact plaintiff being Carol Baskin's. So he gets convicted, convicted of two counts of murder for hire on one person. I thought, it, which, you know, I, like I said, I'm not a lawyer, so I might be out of my league here with this. But from what I understand, if it's the same crime, doesn't matter. If you're still soliciting, you're still soliciting for the same person for the same crime. How is it two counts? So is it two counts? That, so it doesn't make sense. Then there's also recordings that Jeff Lowe did of the FBI agent where they're, they're, they're coercing. He's teaching him how to jam him up. Where he's saying, listen, I need Joe arrested to the point that he's out of here. This FBI agent say, okay, well, what I need is this. I need, what about the lady in Florida? What about, he's literally coaching him. He's telling him how to jam him up. There's no real, you know, connection with that this is what was really happening. You know what I'm saying? That this FBI, he was telling this FBI agent that, oh, well, how about this? I'll say, hey, Joe, where'd you get that three grand for killing Carol Baskins? Like, and this stuff is out. The problem is all this stuff is out. It's just too many people are trying to take advantage of the man's name while he's rotting in prison. That's why the actual facts are getting lost in translation because people are actually, you know, profiting off his name. So it makes more sense for him to stay in jail for them, you know? So you're saying that he has no control over his likeness. And he's not seeing any of the residuals, uh, any of this merchandise. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not not saying all of that. Mm. What I am saying is he does not, well, he's in federal prison, so he can't control his business anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. So he has to have a power of attorney. There's certain things that have to be in place. So it's kind of hard to, you know, I'll just put it this way. If I was in federal prison, if if I was in his shoes, I, I, I'm just glad that I'm not, let's just say that I'm just glad that I'm not. And as far as like sticking to the facts that like, you know, it's just a complete show between reporters, between predatory people that are around him, whether, you know, whatever teams were involved, whatever. I mean, it seems like it. And you can just see the the, the chaos that ensues it's on the page. It doesn't seem oh. like there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stability in the camp of Joe Exotic. And right. I mean, it goes without being said, if you've seen Tiger King and Tiger King 2, it's kind of expected. It's a lot of wild insanity going on. And one thing I do notice after seeing scenes and looking into Tiger King, I didn't see the whole thing. I saw a couple episodes when it first came out, but just watching what you've been going through, I've been looking more into it. And it seems as though Carol Baskin is, or Baskins is connected to the law and that Carol Baskins, I guess her brother was a police officer. So there's a lot of obvious signs that there might be some type of, uh, of tampering. And you look at a guy like Joe exotic and the cards are stacked against him. doesn't matter how big a celebrity you are when you're smoking meth, and you're gay, these Midwest white judges, like you said, there's one judge on the civil and criminal trial. Has that even happened? Right. So basically the whole reason why I even got involved 
is to kind of end the sensationalism around the name because it became like a novelty, like a gimmick and everything like that. But the, the point is the man is actually suffering in jail for, for some bullshit, uh, for some problem, for, you know, for something that's, I mean, it doesn't make sense that like even the Animal Rights Act, whatever he violated, that supposedly nobody has been ever sentenced as much as he has. So let's see, real quick, he, he was accused of doing some heinous crimes to animals, right. according to these animal rights activists. Right, right. He's not denying any of these as allegations. As the owner, as he, so he was blamed as the owner of a zoo. That doesn't mean that it was him physically doing it. It could have been his employees that did it. There's no, but because he is was at the whatever the owner of the property, he was the one that became liable for it. So it doesn't even mean that he even did it hands on. But the thing is, too, like from what I understand, speaking to people that have farms and animals and stuff like that, I mean, when you have a sick animal, how do you dispose of them? It's it, it's part of nature. You're not gonna have a funeral, call an ambulance, and bury the thing. You know, it's. No, you're gonna smoke meth and dance and have a good old time. No. I, in all seriousness, like he's such a fun. It's so hard to hate Joe Exotic. That's one thing. I feel like if there are other guys that were accused of some of these crimes, we look the other way. But the amount of of life he brought to us in the pandemic, where we were all trapped inside of our houses, suffering. Right. It was that man's wild lifestyle that kept us sane. Right. I mean, God, and honestly, and saved the government from a ton of trouble. Because if we were out protesting and wondering what the hell was in those vaccines, the Tiger King was the perfect distraction. Yeah. This man should be free for that alone. Trump should have pardoned him. And that's one thing. I heard through the grapevine that Trump was going to pardon him, according to the Wikipedia, and the Wikipedia can never be trusted. You know, there was an appeal. It's, it's, it's crazy to me, too, that apparently he Joe won his appeal, but the judge did him a huge favor and took a whole year off of a 22-year sentence. And you know, he's having, he can't get his visitation is all messed up. Something with not being able to see the lawyer. Like they're treating him worse than a terrorist. I think at Guantanamo, you even get to see your lawyer. So I don't, it's just, once you start really digging, it's like, really? Like, he's it, not able it, to it's see almost his like, lawyer? no, I, talk to him on the phone, I guess, but actually in person, they're restricting. From what I understand, they're restricting. So it's like the more you dig, the more crazier it gets. It's almost like, what did I get myself into? And earlier this week, you broke some serious news. TMZ picked up your voice, Danny. Yes. You actually got on the phone with Joe Exotic, and he gave the rundown about right. the situation and the crisis that he's facing in jail and talked about the horrible conditions in jail and what's going on around him. We're going to go to a quick break, and we're going to get this audio ready. So nobody go anywhere. We're going to play some glimpses into what Danny heard, and we're going to discuss if you're on... Uh, the uh, radio right now listening be sure to pull over go to our instagram at the ryan show and at viral music tv we're gonna have some great instagram stories to get you active and participating but in the meantime don't go anywhere we'll be back from the slums of shaolin this is staten island's own dj khalil When he sent me a text, hips, searching booties like this. Big bank, I get it. Cash out, no limit. Make them pay. 
booty, 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 booty. Yeah, I know you like my booty, 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 booty. Yeah, I know you like my um, flat tummy and my shade teeth. One in ninety nine reasons to take me. Love, love it when I poke it out and ain't fake sleep. From the making beats like takey. Girl, love it. I'ma shake it like dice. Wrapped around my fingers, booty from the bite. Booty make a cry. Booty make a swipe. Booty walk 'em in the store and tell 'em hurry up and buy. Shake what you got to get ya. A lot of tuition, they can see me bail. Shake what you got to get you. I'ma make them pay the second round of this PBL. Who else got the like Who else throw it back like this? What else make them mad like this? What else make them act like this? Yeah, I know you like my booty, 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 booty.
I wanna see you bust down. Over. Pick it up, now break that shit down. Break it down, speed it up, now slow that shit down. On the gas, slow it down. Bust it, bust down, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust down. On the gas, over. Bust down, Tatiana. Bust down, Tatiana. I wanna see you bust down. Over. Pick it up, now break that shit down. Break it down, speed it up, now slow that shit down. On the gas, slow it down. Bust it, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust it, bust down. On the gas, over. City looking rude, I ain't diddy, I ain't long, but I 
think I need a girlfriend She feeling great as I'm talking to her She a Remy girl, so I'm gonna pursue her I put a lot of loud, a lot of rim to sip on Thousand dollars when I get my tip on off her Asked her if a fatty when she said I saw her Got her with the happy feel, I'm about to spoil her Got her with the happy feel, I'm about to spoil her Tell them niggas we ain't hiding from it. back this is indeed the riot show fm and i sit here with my agent danny bushkin he's also the agent of joe exotic i think that's the role he plays with joe exotic but either way we're breaking some news here people well technically tmz put it out already but we're putting it out here on the radio for the first time and we're going to do some commentary and really get in depth about it because that's what tmz wasn't able to do in fact we got the only man speaking to joe exotic right we're breaking some goddamn news finally on the show so that being said we're going to play 
Uh, and by the way, at Viral Music TV is where this whole audio clip can be found. By the yes. time you're hearing this on the radio, we're going to be pushing this clip. And the whole thing, reason why uh, I was even in the picture is to control the narrative, as you saw with TMZ. Um, that's what I mean. A lot of these reporters, they just want a story. They don't really, they don't really look into anything that's going on. It, it, it boggles my mind that any news agency that's reputable can take a copy of a legal document from Homeland Security and present it as fact before it ever was confirmed. So that's really why I'm in the picture is trying to put that out there and like, no, this is the facts. This is what's going on. And that's it. Love it. That's real journalism. And Please. to me, I'm just a whore for press. I'm just no, honest, though. I'm really honest. Man. I love Joe Exotic. I love a good character. I love a good story. I'm a whore for a story, Danny. Right. We got to save Joe Exotic. Plus, you're my friend. And I, look, you tell me that you believe this man's innocent. Well, if any of my friends tell me that Joe Exotic's innocent, then I'm going to believe my friends. So that's all there is. To I'll it. tell you like this. The one thing that I do believe in, that I was, I, I was born and raised in this country, the one thing I do believe in is supposed to be the justice system. That's the one thing I do believe in. Really? What country have you been living in? Exactly. My God. And, and, and it's that's why that's why maybe it's time to like, you know, too many people just sit by and watch and say, oh, uh, watch stuff and say, oh, you know, like that's unfortunate and move on. With this age of information, it's flying so fast that you things get lost in translation and you know. It's true. We got about five seconds of an attention span before we forget what we're talking about. Exactly. What movie were we talking, talking about? about again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got a we got a segment here of the in fact we're gonna play it in full. We'll do some commentary. This is Joe Exotic speaking with Danny Bushkin of Viral Media Group about his conditions in prison and what he's going through in 2023. Let's hit it. Claiming her husband Don Lewis is still alive and in Costa Rica per the FBI. However, she's the only one that is actually reporting this. So what do you make of this? Okay, well, it, it, you know, first of all, if Don Lewis is alive, I'll voluntarily be moved to death row. Right. Okay, uh, and and second of all, how can she keep uh, using federal agencies to to pull her scams and get her publicity so she can continue to make money for that scamsuary she calls the sanctuary down there? Don Lewis is is not alive. Okay, Carol designed his will. She's the one that reported him missing. She is the one that declared him dead in a federal court of law. So I'm going to pause that real quick because so, yeah, he says that he should that she structured the will, everything like that. She apparently documented everything in her diary too. Um, reports are that like she wants to go get tiger milk in the middle of the night. So th this is in reference to her murdering her husband. Really quick to catch right. people up. Like we were talking about earlier in the interview, Carol Baskin, obviously, if you watch Tiger King, there's something going on. We don't want to say it. We don't want to try to, like, sue us or anything crazy. Allegedly. But, allegedly. We've all, we all see the comments on YouTube. Just go to any of these Tiger King YouTube pages, whatever, and you'll see for yourselves. Uh, so now what Tiger King is saying is that he will literally move himself to death row if it turns out that these documents are real and he indeed is in Costa Rica alive and well. The husband of Carol Baskin's. And that's the problem, and that's where the problem starts. If he was alive and well in Costa Rica when they, when they did season two of Tiger King, they actually did segments in Costa Rica. They actually showed properties that Don Lewis owned. Why would he abandon properties? And the land that he owned, it's, it's actually pretty interesting that the only thing that the structure that's built there is a facility for animals. 
which is weird. What was he sleeping in a cage? Like, you know, once you start connecting the dots and asking questions, it's like, what? You know, if so, why would a man abandon property? Why would a man only build a facility for animals and just leave that there? It's just, you know. Well, let's hear what else Mr. Exotic has to say. Got you. Collected $6 million on the life insurance in his estate. So if he's alive, she needs to pay all that money back and she needs to go to jail for fraud. So why do you think she would lie like that? That makes absolutely no sense. Because she needs her name in the news. She's not relevant anymore. Okay, in the in the past year and a half, what she has come out on Dancing on the Stars. She's come out as bisexual because she needed her name in the news and she couldn't figure out anything else. Then she came out on the news that she would help me get a pardon from President Trump if I supported the Big Cat Safety Act. Then she came back out in the news when it was time for me to give resentence that uh, I was dangerous and I should stay in jail for the rest of my life. Now Don Lewis is alive. The, the woman it needs to quit drinking the bong water. She, she's certifiable. <laughs> okay? But dude, we have enough evidence. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, this will bring enough attention to the forefront to look at the evidence that my attorney, John Phillips, has about the FBI and the Federal Wildlife Service cohorts with her and, and James Garrison and Jeff Lowe to, to, to commit bank fraud in, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars and identity theft and sex trafficking. And we have, we have phone recordings of them admitting to rape. Right, let's pause it right there really quick, really quick. Just to, so a few things that I took from that. First off, before you get it, sex trafficking, that's the first time I've I've heard of that. Is that something that she's been accused of before? Sex trafficking, no, Carol Baskin? So where he's referring to that is something to do with Jeff Lowe and Lauren. Um, there's a video, uh, there's a recording out. You know, I don't want to get into specifics of it, but basically everything with the evidence is on joeexoticusa.com slash evidence. There are recordings. Um, I don't want to curse on here, so it's a little salacious where they're me mentioning certain things that was done to somebody that did not give any permission to, and yeah. Not good. So what I'm confused about, he's not trying to bring Carol Baskin down to get himself freed. This is just to get revenge on Carol Baskin. This is just to prove that she's up to no good between killing her husband and bank fraud and everything else. That there's a pattern. That basically that there's a pattern. But but how does this affect this? Just, just out of curiosity, because from what I read, wasn't there some type of an inside government snitch that Joe Exotic was speaking to when he was trying to, quote unquote, set up an alleged murder of Carol Baskins? Wasn't it a literal federal officer? allegedly yes it was that's that's apparently what the word is is that um i mean listen apparently the man got caught with some kind of weapons in vegas they know the charges never got filed yeah you know um just for some reason he keeps getting into situations you know allegedly that he keeps worming his way out of um and and this is documented there's yeah. actual recordings like i said of the jeff Lowe with the fbi agent and they're figuring out how to jam him up you know, and it That's just wild. adds the fuel to the fire. So this is another thing, too, where, you know, Jeff Lowe is the type of person that when you're, you know, those type of people that when you're going through the worst in your life, all of a sudden this fake hero comes into the picture, acting mm. like they're going to save everything. 
Um, apparently, allegedly, there's issues with Robbie Knievel's likeness that apparently that, you know, there was issues with that. Um, he also was sued by Prince because apparently he was selling memorabilia. There was a case with that. He also robbed Coda, which is like the center of domestic abuse or something for women for over a million dollars because um, he would lie to them and divert. Div- he would lie and divert that. Uh, what was it? Uh, donations or something over in excess of a million dollars. You know, you look up his pacer. He really has a in, in, interesting track record. So I'm just curious why any government agency would ever take the word of a person like that. You know, I yeah. mean, at least the wind even has a direction. He goes wherever. Yeah, no, that that does make sense as to why he can't be trusted. And if it does turn out that Carol Baskins was behind all this treachery, maybe would it help reduce Joe Exotic's sentence in any way? Or is it, you know, maybe... Well, damage the, your credibility main, in some yeah, way. The main thing is the main thing is no matter what type of person he is, no matter what anything. And I'm not saying he's actually a good guy. If you actually watch Tiger King, there are some stuff in there. Like when that tiger attacked him, you know, with the perfume stuff, uh, that wasn't scripted. If this mm-hmm. man wanted to, if this man really was like they say they are, and he didn't care about the animals and they were just numbers and, and money to him, he would have shot that tiger dead. He didn't. He pulled out his gun and he shot in the air. He didn't know if the tiger was going to attack him, kill him, nothing. You know, that was instinct. That wasn't scripted. So, you know, and there's other cases like that, too, in the show, how he's been housing homeless people, drug addicts, giving them jobs. Like, this is a serious job that you've got to take time to teach somebody who take apprentices and teach them how to do this. People that didn't have any skills at all. And they all turned on him. And they all turned on him. Sad. It's some sad stuff. Yeah, anyone that has not seen Tiger King should go do so so that they can see exactly what we're talking about and see the odds that Joe Exotic is facing. Like you said, he did a lot of good stuff, too. There may be a lot of, uh, you know, some bad stuff that's nobody's out there. Perfect, but nobody's perfect. And, and no one's perfect. in their closet, exactly. you know, what would they find? So now, do you think that any of these zoo owners are any more innocent? Any of these people that own the Bronx Zoo? Like, it's not a monetized, horrible right. treatment of animals. At least Joe Exotic, like you said, the proof is in the way, at least in the documentary, the way he treated the tiger that time. Plus, he built, this was his life. Right. This and at, and at the end of the day, no matter who he is or what he was, he's actually a good person. But regardless, regardless, him and everybody else deserve the right to a free and fair trial. Exactly. That's it. That's, it. That's literally it. And this is, is not what happened. So that's the long and short of it is that he needs a retrial. What's going on is not fair. Is there any more audio that we could glimpse into? Yes. Nothing's being done because Carol Baskin has too much political power somewhere. Right. It it makes absolutely no sense how a person like Carol can hold power over an agency as big as PETA. That's number one. I have, I have proof. Okay. And I will have my power of attorney email it to you today, and you can send it to whoever you want. That Carol paid the Humane Society of the United States twenty-five and fifty thousand dollars a year to hush. Right. Okay. To to to. Li- Just real quick, all this evidence is on JoeExoticUSA.com/slash/evidence. They're long. All right. I had an accident at my zoo. A girl lost her arm. Okay. I'm the oh. most dangerous zoo on the planet, according to Peter and the Humane Society and Carol. Carol had somebody lose an arm last Christmas, not this last Christmas, but Christmas before. Oh, wow. And do you see her in the news about being dangerous? No. Hell no, it's, it's the employee's fault, not Carol's. Right. 
So it's obvious you with know? everything. And I'm sorry to cut you off. But the reason why I'm saying this is because it's obvious that it's documented that all these people have absolute they're, they're flip flopping. There's video of them saying they per they they committed perjury that they didn't. It's obvious that this is a faulty conviction. So it boggles my mind with everything that's out there that they're not really taking a good look at this. I mean, are they scared of what they're gonna find? I don't I don't understand why the Department of Justice or, or Merrick Garland or President Biden doesn't look at, at what they have done to destroy my life. They took my zoo. My parents have died. Uh, I don't even have any clothes. So that's another thing that doesn't make sense to me. So he got sued for whatever, over a million dollars. He lost it. Carol ended up getting all his assets, everything. Uh, his parents' house, apparently, whatever. Just his property and everything. That, that, that makes no sense to me. And then now all of a sudden on his criminal case, it's the same exact judge. And this is the thing with the trademark thing, right? Apparently they were saying that like the names aren't even the same. Her thing is like mm. Big Cat Rescue or something. He was using Big Cat Entertainment. Like that's a real reach for a million dollars. And if you look what goes on today on social media with all these different artists that are creatives, they're making all these different like logo flips of different brands and stuff. So if 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 he committed trademark, then why then then it, it's just like yeah, somebody needs to do something. It does seem fishy. And that you look, you're doing good by your client by bringing uh, this to our attention. Plus, it's just such an interesting story. Like, Tiger King wasn't compelling enough. It's like you said, the story is not over yet. No. It's still unfolding right in front of us right now. So the long and short of it, Joe Exotic is being badly mistreated in jail. And Carol Baskins should be put... If, if he's going to jail, Carol Baskins might as well be there, too. That's the long and short of it. If she's out here committing these horrible crimes, At the killing menu. people... I mean, look, Joe Exotic didn't actually kill anybody. No. Allegedly, um, oh, he was and trying, but who knows? Allegedly, and also, I forgot to stress the fact that the actual hitman, the supposed crackhead hitman that got hired to kill her, recanted his story and went and signed after, uh, paperwork or something and said that, you know, it was not true. Jeff Lowe and Lauren came out and said, yeah, it was not true. And apparently, they also uncovered a plot. They were actually trying to kill Joe originally and when you go through everything and you look at that so the plan that was supposed to happen for carol ended up being supposed the same plan with that was originally going to happen with joe and alan went to the park and showed him where they had the barbed wire all of this is in um tiger tales um you know you can find it on YouTube. I, I believe it was his lawyer, John Phillips, that, that created that series. And it really dives into more of the evidence. And you can find more evidence on joeexoticusa.com slash evidence. You know? Let's start there. joeexotic.com slash evidence. Danny, thanks for coming out tonight. And where can they find? We know about viral music TV on Instagram. Where else can we find you? Everywhere. Love we you. are the internet. It's a fact. <laughs> There is a gigantic team and a movement behind Danny. Stay tuned, folks. And we're going to find out what's... Stay tuned for the whole Joe Exotic story. This isn't the end. You're going to hear Danny more on no, this program. Yeah. we got a lot more work to do. And as this story unfolds and as more audio gets broken out, who knows? Maybe we'll find ourselves being a part of it. Appreciate you, Danny. And to anybody out there listening, don't go anywhere because we got more good stuff ahead of us. We're going to tell you a little bit more about this party that goes down tomorrow night at Tomatis Restaurant. Technically, it's at the Tomatis event space. If you're an a Jamaican on the inside like myself, you're going to want to be there. This is a Jamaican party meets Ryan show party meets a vegan party. Go to at the Ryan show on Instagram to learn more about it. Until then we'll be back.
shoulder, let me help get that off you Walking around like you lost and from out of town Who got you down? You too hot to frown I see you time to time whenever you creep through You know my cousin D too, yeah that's my people I always ask about you, I guess I smoke you up I swear if you was trees I roll light and smoke you up And I'm not kidding with you, for real when can we hang out, spend some time, that's what I'm trying to figure Live alone, got a style all your own Cinnamon complexion, skin tone, I know you've been grown The mouth is that you wear the work for really got me hurting Of course we're we'll flirting, come from behind that curtain I got some more deliveries, but yet I be back And when I get back, I wanna see that Matter of fact, give me that number, let me hit you on the horn By the time I get back, you be gone from her, cause after work she outie Headed back to the crib where she could live and get it cloudy At 8 o'clock we meet up at that after work spot If no one told you today, yo, that shirt is skirt high You keep your nails painted, always got your hair done Tonight's the night that me and you go out and share And I see you passing by my way again Master leather, smile when she see me. I guess I'm looking comfy. She grabbed my hand and walked in front of me. Man, I think she want me. Got a table for two in the rear. Cause over there, you's allowed to throw something in the air. Music sounding good. We up the out our chairs. I'm close up on them smells. We burning L's and bears. We had a few drinks. We ate a meal and all. This night in her cousin, for real, I feel it all. She got me wide open. I guess she wide too. Cause she done told me anytime I wanna slide through That I can slide through I take you on that offer I had to warn her laughing dope a bit I'm back up on her Not tonight but give me some time I'ma bag you and make you my permanent rag And now see you passing by my way again And I'm wondering if we can be good friends
Things must come to an end, yes, even this radio program. And better late than never that co-host, Mr. Cheeks, joins us. So much to talk about, even though things are coming to an end. From the Hamptons all the way down to Georgia, we are broadcasting live, somewhat live, live here as we go. And uh, and man, Cheeks, there's been some content this week that's gone kind of viral involving your headlights camera action. It turns out that Jay-Z turned down three songs that we all know and love. Still not a player. The remix, my big pun, hmm. Black Rob's "Whoa," and your lights, camera, action. So I'm not sure if some video I did send it to you, but did you have any idea that Jay Z turned that beat down? Hell no, kid. Well, shout out to Jay Z for doing all three of us a favor. You know what I mean? Shit, <laughs> turning them tracks down made us do what it do. So that's crazy. I ain't even like the lights, camera, action track. That's that's another thing. Like. I kind of felt like him at the beginning when I first heard that track. But then I thought, and I was in the studio with Dingo and Chevy OG, and we just, you know, we always be at the Cocos or the or the Rolex and shit. So we was like, yo, just make that a a, a, a a booty song. Bing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's how that worked out. So it ain't not, that's, that was good. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jay-Z doing the damn thing and uh, passing up that good music, baby. Yeah, that was a great beat. And according to Jay-Z, I guess he thought it was a little bit too slow for him, but that was a quick beat. I don't know how many BPMs mm-hmm. it was, but that was a quick beat. Not only was that a legendary song, but it was a legendary music video featuring both the Marley brothers, Bob Marley's sons, Damien and Stephen Marley. What's the story between oh, you guys oh, all getting dude. together? 
All three of the Marlies oh, were in that. Oh, does you know the story back in the in '97 when I met the family? You know what I'm saying? Lollapalooza tour. Big shout out to Lollapalooza tours back in the days when we used to hit the road. It was like 30 of us on a tour bus. We took the whole hood with us that time when I met the Molly. But yeah, they used, we used to, we used to be like, you know, we used fans of Bob Molly early. Like Uncle Bob Molly got us through the road trips before we made music. You know what I'm saying? Taking road trips down to Virginia and all of that. So, um, boom, we got it. When we was on that tour, we used to go to they. So they, they was on stage A, we was on stage B. So we used to go over there, check their show out, and then we were here, they would come check our show. So that's how it all came about, you know what I mean? And you guys shot the video down in Miami? Yeah, I shot the video down in Miami, no question. Who directed that video? Because there were some iconic shots. Man, I, I can't even lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I remember, I can't remember his name. I think it was Max that shot the video. I'm not sure. That's but. Max. Max, he did a hell of a job with playing Max video. Yo, <laughs> word to Max. You know what I'm saying? I think he was a top. He was one of the top directors. I, I think. I'm not sure, man. Word up, but man, I've been through so many videos and this has been so long making music and shit, man. And that video but, is yeah, so 2001. I feel like Marcus Camby on the Knicks was the embodiment of 2001 to me, and you came in rocking that Marcus Camby jersey. That was hard. No, uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Like that. Word, word, word. That's definitely, that's definitely why I did that. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That, mm. That's why I wore that jersey. Camby was doing work for the Knicks and shit. No doubt. Shout out to Marcus Camby. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, that's and what it is. Though. You mentioned working with the Marlies and meeting them on the uh, La La Palooza tour. How did you end up getting that song guiltiness with Bob Marley? Whoa, man, that's sitting on the, on the Marley tour bus. <laughs> I mean, and, and cousin like, yo, we got, we want you to get on this album. Word. That's how I went, man. Word. Wow. Good vibes. Good blessings, man. Word. So I was like, yo, boom, of course. You know what I mean? Course, God, and you know the Marlies is like they'll be fan, but they, you know, reggae artists and we hip hop artists, so it's like the same vibes, but you know, different music making, but the same music making, but different sounds. Like I don't even know how to explain that. Shit. It's crazy. It's just energy, dude. You guys just all yeah. have those good vibrations and that good energy. I'll never forget being on that Marley tour bus. There was that, you know, we talk about these like thirty-person tour bus. Well, that's still what it's like. With the Marleys on tour, but it's all his family. 13 grandkids. We're talking about Stephen Marley here. So she oh, tells yeah. me, yo, Stephen Marley's coming to town. We go to Jersey and get on the bus with him. And this is right before he goes up in front of thousands of people at this huge festival. And we're in there smoking blunts. There's this giant dog named Samson, right? In the <laughs> cage, whatever. And he's not really talking. He's kind of just vibing out, playing music. And every so often, the only thing will go would be like, yeah. And he's just feeling like the Marley. <laughs> and I look at you, we look at you, I'm like, damn, like, this is some legendary vibe out here. Hell yeah, man. Cousin, cousin is a dope. All of them is dope, man. You know what I mean? Shouts to the Marley family, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Stadella, everybody's Uncle Richie, all of them is dope, man. Shout out to everybody. RP, little Joseph, you know what I'm saying? So oh, Sam, we Mercer, met him that you know night I mean? too. We met him and, and hung out and smoked with little Joseph that night. Joe Mercy. Yeah, man, I, I, I was there when he was like then there born, you know what I mean? Like I was there from his first you know what I mean? Like I was there. Like 
Uh, little cousin is dope. Shouts to Johan, you know what I'm saying, and all the rest of his brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Marlies is dope, man. Shouts to just good yeah. shit, man. Cheeks Marley. If there is like one dream collab that I have as a Cheeks fan, I want to see that Cheeks Marley album so bad. Cheeks on straight Marley reggae beats. Hell yeah. That's that soon come. That's that's definitely soon coming. You know what I mean? We still making the doinks. You know what I mean? I I know like cousin Deadly right now. I'm definitely not trying to um be uh, I don't want to bother cousin at the moment. You know what I mean? But um tomorrow night is going down. I see you tomorrow night about five o'clock. Apollo, a little Kim. We're gonna be killing it tomorrow night. Wait, you're at Apollo Look. tomorrow night with Lil Kim? You better believe it, baby. Are you so. coming too? Hell, I'm gonna be pulling up then too. Let's go. I see you tomorrow night at sound check. Wow, it's going down. We gonna down. put okay. it down. It's gonna be a crazy show. Little Kim to jump off tour. Hun friends, you know I'm one of the friends and family, so you know what it is. We gonna make that do what it do. Wow, we that is going to be lit. Okay, so New York City, meet us there if you're listening right now in New York. After all, this is a ten o'clock broadcast. Uh, so you might be able to still make the show. Who knows? And uh, and wow, some good stuff here, Cheeks. We're going to be able to make some sick Instagram reels. If you follow us on YouTube at the Ryan Show FM or on our Instagram page at the Ryan Show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Also, be sure to follow the only Mr. Cheeks page on social media. That's at Mr. Cheeks TV on Instagram for all updates on his live shows. If you want to reach him for bookings, contact him direct there or just hit up at Ricky Spoons. For all things, uh, Wonder Twins Bookings. Yep. At Wonder Twins Bookings. That's right. The Instagram handle is at Wonder Twins. That's W U N D E R T W I N Z Bookings. Hey, it's the new year. Cheeks is out here on the road. Let's go. Let's throw some parties. Lights, camera, action, baby. It's go time. And, You're uh, right. and yeah, that's it. And find us uh, this weekend over with Fox Sports Radio, 8 o'clock sharp in the morning, Eastern Standard Time at. Uh, at at uh, 12.80 a.m. on the dial if you're in the Western New York area. We've accumulated quite a lot of fans from Western New York Cheeks over the past nice. few months doing Fox Sports Radio. So shout out to all the listeners up there. We're sorry for your bills. Not go Giants. We'll be back next <laughs> week, folks. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir.